The opinions expressed in the following program are those of the producer and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media. <laughs> it's time for Family Sparks with Monica and Jessica Ann, identical twins who couldn't be more different. What's on the menu today? Politics, trending topics, or family matters? Get ready for two opinions, and no matter who you agree with, there will be Family Sparks. Welcome to Twins with Taste. I'm Monica. And I'm Jessica Ann. And we are here for you today to talk about mental health. And this is a very, very important topic and subject. Um, Mental health is, it's May, so it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And you have other awareness, you know, uh, issues throughout the year for mental health. Mm -hmm. But this is the month that people typically celebrate And the reason why is because we have to get past these stigmas. There's so many stigmas as it relates to mental health. Um, So people are not getting the help that they need. So we kind of thought that we would come to you today with our mental health resource guide of the community of hearts and thus the stressless t-shirts. And on our cover this year is Bonnie Woodrick. Yeah. So going to meant to talk about mental health uh today and then we're going to unpack this beautiful book mm-hmm. uh we're going to talk about uh some things i'm going to ask you questions monica because this is a space that you operate in uh you are the founder of uh, community of hearts and uh, why don't we start there so that people can understand how that came about it is a nonprofit, mm-hmm. and um, i'm really proud of what you've done sissy so let's talk about thank you uh, community of hearts first okay well thank you um you know our mother uh said to me one day and i was like in my late 30s said to me i think you need to get some help and i was in a place where i was feeling so busy in my mind uh always been busy in the mind but very very busy in my mind and i couldn't it was like i couldn't finish projects i was I was uh, not being, uh, feeling that I was being my best person, all of the potential that I had. I'd start a project, I wouldn't be able to finish it, uh, or I'd started it, started it, and then my attention would divert. And my mom said, I think you need to see someone, which was really shocking to me because you know, especially in the black community, the communities of color, it's always we handle things eternal internally we don't usually go seek outside help because it's what happens in our house stays in our house so the, it really shocked me that she said something like that and so i did go um well navigating okay so how am i feeling really what do i really need um i don't know who do i go to i don't know There were so many um, things that I was just so concerned about. But back then, we had the yellow pages. No, you have to keep in mind, this was many moons ago. So we had the yellow pages. So going through the yellow pages, I'm I'm looking at, okay, do I need a psychiatrist? Do I need a therapist? Mental health was not on the same forefront as it is today. There were many thoughts behind it. Oh my gosh, is something wrong with me? Um, You know, am I going to die? Am I going to be, you know, seen as, you know, nutty? You know, just all of these things that back then we were, you know, thinking as it relates to mental health. And when I finally settled on uh, a service, I went in for my, um, uh, basically a consultation. And uh, I said to the uh, therapist, I said, uh, so do I have ADD? Do you think I have ADD? Because everybody, you know, tries to self-diagnose. We didn't have WebMD like we do now. It was just a few things on the internet, you know, a few things that I was able to read. And he says, no, you have ADHD. And I was like, what? So like, I've got the upper level of that. And at that time, I, I had so many thoughts going through my head thinking, what does that mean? Uh, do I have to take medicine? Uh, what if, you know, what happens if I do take the medicine and I have an adverse reaction because I really don't like taking medicines? Um, 
what if uh, you know somebody finds out that I was here? Uh, what happens if you know um, my you know where I'm working finds out? I mean, there was just so many things. So I relate to people who know that there may be something you know they may have an issue, but they don't know how to navigate through the issue. And I did feel a sense of relief. I definitely felt a sense of relief, like okay, I'm not dying. You know, the world's not crashing in on me. And then I thought, oh my gosh, well, it could be worse. You know, there are people that deal with a lot more than ADHD or ADD or depression, anxiety. I mean, there's a lot of other things that, you know, um, that fall under the category of mental health. And then I had to start making adjustments big adjustments in my life if I wanted to have the results that I wanted. And the results that I wanted was to feel peace in my mind, that my mind was not always racing all the time about everything, about anything. And they put me on medication and the medication was not for me. Lots of side effects for me. Now the medication does work for other people, but for me it just it was not where I wanted to be. We started out with a low v dose of uh, Vyvanse, which is like 10 milligrams. And then they upped it and upped it because I still was not getting you know, the results. My mind was still busy. And finally, they ended up with 70 milligrams, which for children, that's what you take. For adults, you're usually on the spectrum about 10 or less, 15 or less. So it still wasn't working for me necessarily but I started seeing a um seeing a counselor which was really uh amazing because then I was able to talk through certain things and process through certain things and certain directions and then I started finding that I was opening up more and more I never I, I never had the sense after I started uh, my treatment that something was wrong with me anymore I started having the sense that phew I'm getting help. And what about these other people that now need help? So I started thinking about everyone else and needing help. Um, so I had to start doing different ways. I had to start different ways of figuring out, okay, so I'm not going to take the medicine anymore. What are some of the other ways that I can channel it? And now I channel ADHD as my superpower. Like I get a lot of stuff done. But I have to make lots of notes. You'll see notes all over the place, notes all in my phone. You'll see, um, you know, I'll, I'll take moments to process things differently. Um, and then I'm, I'm learning to say no a lot because before I'd say yes all the time to everything. So now I'm learning to say no and hey, let me have a day to think about it. Because with ADHD, sometimes you can be very impulsive. Uh, so that definitely is something that I look at differently now as well. But it was a journey. It, it still is a journey, just like success. It's a destination. I mean, sorry, it's a journey, not a destination. And um, so I'm glad that mom said that to me about getting help. And help was as simple as reaching out and making, phone, making a phone call and going to see someone. It's not always that simple for certain people. Certain people do have a lot of other processes that they may go through, um, but that was definitely, I'd say, life-changing. And thinking about and looking at mental health now, I believe that when I was younger, I've always had this issue. So I'm waiting until I'm 30 something to be diagnosed, but I believe I've always had this issue. Um, and, being an advocate is where I ended up in the whole scheme of things. So starting Community of Hearts, I started uh, because I saw so many uh, organizations out there for mental health and people don't know how to navigate them, nor do they really want to talk about it. So the organizations having a resource in one place so that if I have an issue or if I know someone that may be living with mental health, we can help them guide them to the right navigate to the right place that they need to go to so this book has been totally amazing these resource guides that we put out we started uh last year 2020 and 
excuse me, then COVID happened. We had this whole big major thing planned and then COVID happened. And after that, we, we said, okay, so we'll just still put the resources out. We still did it. It still was amazing. And then we said, what else do we need to do? So what we also learned was we needed to put together a mental health advocate training, which we did. We put together a mental health advocate training and then involved a lot of other organizations. The advocate training is available online, free for anyone to take. And right now, we are having this uh, translated in Spanish and Vietnamese. So, I mean, awesome. we're, yeah, so we are really moving, you know, um, with the spectrum of the mental health. Um, but there are so many great organizations out there that really are looking to help individuals. Uh, there's so much information out there, some credible, some not so credible. So what we did was we took the homework out of that for you and kind of put the information inside of the book. And I don't, um, when, when I put the book out last year, I had a little personal story in there, a little bit about what I shared with you, how mom said, maybe you need to you know, get help. And as an elected official, there were a couple of people that said, maybe you don't wanna put that if you're gonna run for office again. And I'm like, nope. I'm the type of person that needs to put that out there because then it makes the next person say, if that person can do it and that person uh, is a person of influence, then now I can do it too. I can go get the help that I need without fear of retribution. I don't care if someone you know, thinks that something's wrong with me. I know that there's nothing wrong with me. My brain just operates differently than the next person's brain. That's all there is to it. My thoughts come at me a little differently. I pick up on little details. I decipher little things uh, differently. Sometimes I don't miss, I miss the details and I see the bigger picture. So it just depends on, you know, the situation, the person, uh, what I'm doing. So I, I use ADHD as my superpower now. And people are always amazed, like, how do you get so much done? It's because I've learned over time how to channel what it is that I do um, and then prioritize, you know? So that everything is not important to me at the same time. I have to make sure that I get things done, so I have to prioritize. But um, you've been very silent, and I feel like I'm just hogging the show because I'm so passionate about this. Absolutely. Well, you know, I ask you why you started mm -hmm. Community Parts yeah. um, and how you started it, and that is the story. Mm -hmm. So sometimes yeah. it takes a minute to, to tell that. So tell us a little bit about Community of Hearts. Exactly what is Community of Hearts? So Community of Hearts is an organism, a federally recognized 501c3 nonprofit organization that helps disseminate education and information so people can get help on mental health one heart at a time. So finding the resources, putting the resources together, and then sharing the information is what we do. When you say uh, information, mm -hmm. uh, resources, what does that mean? Information on mental health, anything mental health. Uh, as you, one would go through the book, uh, you'd find information on suicide and suicide prevention. You'd find information on um, depression, anxiety, um, let's see, I mean, eating disorders, uh, so how to spend time, how to find a therapist, uh, what are some of the treatment measures that um, happen, what is a mental illness, uh, how can you uh, find the right people that you need to find to get the help, what if you have insurance, what if you don't have insurance. So it's just a resource of information for people who feel that they may have a mental health illness or if they know someone else, that way they can be an advocate and not have to figure out, you know, and try to guess what's going on. We can have factual information. Nice. So Community of Hearts, uh, is there a website? That yes, there they is. They can visit? Communityofhearts.org. Okay. Yep. And, and they can take our free mental health advocate training online as well. Take it at your own pace at your leisure. It usually takes, depending on the person uh, and the knowledge that they already have, maybe about an hour for the course, maybe a little longer, but it's fun, it's interactive. Uh, there's lots of information there. 
And then there are also offshoots of resources. So um, AARP does something on seniors and senior isolation. And I've made the stat before, but do you know that senior citizens, um, especially those that were going through the COVID, when they are in isolation, it's like smoking 15 packs of cigarettes, or I'm sorry, 15 cigarettes when seniors don't have that interaction. So then there becomes, you know, depression, anxiety, loneliness. That is a tough place to be. And it sometimes takes people into other, you know, areas uh, of depression or attempted suicide. So it's it's really a, um, it's a hard thing for senior citizens to be so isolated. So, um, so tell me this, Sissy. So um, Community of Hearts is a resource. Mm-hmm. It, you can go online mm-hmm. and you can take the mental health advocate training. Yes. Which that means that I or anyone who wants to support that specific cause and community could go on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, answer me this question. Mm-hmm. What is considered mental health? What What is the mm-hmm. breakdown of that? And also, what type, is it a disease? Is it, uh, you know, psychosis or what What exactly? And I know that you're not a medical doctor. Thank you. So I, yes. I want to mm-hmm. make sure that we are very clear. Mm-hmm. We're not medical doctors. Right. Um, I am here in support of this because it is my sister. And I just want to disseminate the best information mm-hmm. at, at a very human you know, uh, you're, you know, not a high level, again, and that's we're not why doctors. We, and that's why we created the course because someone as uh, young as 15 can take it. It's, we broke it down to the, I mean, bare terms so that anyone can understand it because there are really big words where you're right. We're not, you know, medical doctors. Um, but what, am, but what is it? Like, what is mental, mental health? health? So and then men- what, is it a disease? Is it, nope. and then what exactly it is an would illness. be considered? Mm-hmm. Um, Me- mental health issue? Yes. Okay, so there's a difference between uh, mental health and uh, your, which is your well-being, the, your state of mind, the well-being of your state of mind. That's all mental health is. It's not rocket science, but there are people that wake up and they feel a certain way there are more than 200 mental health illnesses did you know that oh, more than 200 i did health. but only because okay. I, I heard you say that <laughs> yeah so. and one in four people live with a mental illness before we started COVID, it was one in five now mm-hmm. there's one in four they're saying it could be even one in three live with a mental illness so a mental illness like we said before and, and they all uh there are different levels varying levels of mental uh, illnesses. Uh, some affect the mind differently or different parts of the mind, but um, they all have to do with how your brain operates. Sometimes chemically, things can, you know, be off chemically. Um, when you look at the depression, you look at anxiety, uh, sometimes there are triggers that happens. Let's say PTSD, that's a mental illness. You take someone who PTSD stands for post-traumatic stress disorder, which is now post-traumatic stress illness is what they call it. So, you know, the acronyms kind of change over Mm -hmm. time, but but they're learning more. That's why they change, you know, the acronyms. And that's why they add to the list as we, you know, go along. But when you look at someone who may uh, be in, you know, war, okay, we take some of our soldiers um, and they've, they've gone through something, you know, and, but PTSD doesn't just have to have um, a trigger with someone who, like our father, who um, was in the Korean War, Purple Heart veteran. Remember growing up, certain smells would trigger him not to do anything, but they would cause a feeling, you know, and that's the same thing with a child. Let's take a child who, um, I heard this one story that was very impactful to me. there was a child and that was neglected. The mother was um, always leaving the children in the car and going into the bar to drink. And uh, the children wouldn't have food. They, they wouldn't have food. And so whenever the mother came back, she only gave them cereal. There was a child who, every time they saw cereal, had a meltdown, just like a meltdown, because 
they were so neglected and then beaten. So, I mean, those are like triggers. You, you never know what the trigger is for someone. Um, I know there are some people who have really loud noises, you know, that trigger them to, you know, think of if they've been violently uh, assaulted or whatever. I mean, so there's so many different things. Um, suicide uh, is definitely uh, something uh, that we're looking at. Ages 10 to 34, second leading cause of death. What makes a 10 year old say, I'm done, I'm checking out of here. What makes a 34 year old say huh. that this is, there's something wrong. Something. And it's not something wrong with them. There's just there's just different triggers or different uh, chemical imbalances in the mind. There's many different factors for mental health. So it's not just a, oh, you were, sometimes it is hereditary, sometimes it's hereditary, but it's not that um, it can happen to anybody. So there's, um, you know, we used to stereotype it all the time. Oh, uncle um, so-and-so, he cray-cray, you know, he crazy. You know, so we're trying to stop those terms now because uncle so-and-so needs help, mm -hmm. you know. Um, addictions, those are mental illnesses. Like, um, oh, really? Yeah, mm -hmm. um, alcoholism. Tell me this. Okay, sissy, so you've unpacked a lot of things mm -hmm. in, in this little short time, and I really hope that we're helping someone. I hope so too. Um, if you'd like to go to our um, Facebook page, Twins with Taste, or if you would like to just bypass that and go straight to communityofhearts.org, that would e even be better. Um, Join the conversation. Mm -hmm. Tell us tell us your thoughts. If you have any questions, please feel free. I think sometimes in the scheme of it, when people say there's a mental health issue mm -hmm. or a mental health crises, mm -hmm. they're thinking someone is, is off, someone's right. crazy. And it seems like to me, there are varying levels um, from someone who hears something and they they internally deal with it mm -hmm. oh and yes. then people who all of a sudden hear something and you know they're mm -hmm. or the person that's standing on top of a building getting ready to um you know take his or her life um i think there's varying levels um we at what point die death by suicide death so by, by suicide. Yep, death by suicide so but i uh, one one of the things I would I would I know that they're trying to change the and I want to talk about that mm -hmm. change the terminology yes and the terminology sometimes when you change that terminology though it hasn't been picked up it's only in mainstream media mm -hmm. that's been picked up so if someone says uh, he died you know death by suicide mm -hmm. um, am I suicidal? You, what does that is that a different term and is that term going to resonate with what's already been um told or taught so am i not saying the suggested word that mm -hmm. makes the person feel most comfortable i mean i, I yeah. don't know what that's do you think? why that's why we have them on go online and then there's an article inside of here that kind of addresses that it says okay. language matters mm -hmm. so when we're looking at the language language is so powerful and the mm -hmm. power of suggestion is very powerful as well but when you're talking about different addictions so stigmatizing language is what we're really trying to uh, help people overcome because it perpetuates the perceptions okay so person first language focuses on the person and not the disorder because remember the disorder is something that the person has, it's not the person. Sure. And so that helps take away that uh, stigma that, oh, I'm crazy. No, I'm not crazy. I have a mental illness that makes me think, you know, thoughts, something like that. Not just a, oh, uh, uncle so-and-so's cray-cray and we laugh about it. You know, comedians used to always, you know, have a time making fun of people until they started seeing, oh, wait, hold on. Um, maybe we shouldn't make fun of that particular situation because now we're learning more about how it affects us. So say this, so I'm gonna go through a couple, say this, not that. Oh, that's okay. that, this is a great time to do that. And, and um, yeah. before, we, before we do that, 
Um, I just want to show the cover. Mm -hmm. This book is something that people can get for free, correct? For free, absolutely. They can go online to communityofhearts.org. They can get it free there. There's last year's resource guide and this year's resource guide. And, and you um, actually had to reprint last year's because it was so popular, correct? Absolutely. And we reprinted. The, we're on the second. Uh, they came out the first of this month, and we're on our second uh, print right now as well. That's because awesome. they were so popular. So oh, definitely. And, and so looking at at this, I see uh, Vani Woodrick on the cover, and mm -hmm. she just has a story in a story. Yes, she does. Um, She's an amazing, amazing. Woman. And I love that. I understand is the name of that organization and uh, they deal with suicide prevention. I mean, beautiful. And I'm so glad that that story's captured in here. Um, just looking through this book, it talks about your online course. Mm -hmm. um, How uh, to unplug. Uh, I that. Love is that. by uh, therapist Carmelita uh, Young. And that is a very important key to mental health. So we talk about self-care, okay? Because a lot of times if you can take care of yourself first, then you can mitigate some of the stress, the anxiety. Remember all this is going on in your brain and in your nerves and, you know, it, nerves and stress, they affect your body. Anxiety affects your body. You think about someone that's having a panic attack. So we talk about that in the course too, like, it probably feels like this. Wow. Someone, you know, beating on your chest or your, your head's going to explode. There's so many uh, ways that panic and uh, anxiety affects us. So we talk about that in the course too. Well, and I love that, Monica. And I also love that you have other nonprofits. So not mm -hmm. just Community of Hearts, no. which is very in, important, but mm -hmm. uh, the Community of Hearts, I feel, mm -hmm. is the organization that loops and brings everyone together. We do. So we do. I see you have the I Understand, which specifically talks mm -hmm. about uh, death by suicide, mm -hmm. correct? And how, and how to get suicide help prevention, if yes. you feel a certain mm -hmm. kind of or way. if you have someone in your family that has de died death by suicide, exactly. uh, there needs to be major support around that. And Vani does an, an amazing job making yes. sure that people feel connected to a resource to help them through that very traumatic time in their life. And amazing. And then I see um, Arbor Circle, which yes. is another nonprofit. That's an excellent partner of ours, um, yes. And then I'm Our working. job is just to share, our job as Community Hearts is to share the resources of these organizations um, because what we saw was they were so segmented. This one shares over here, this one shares over there, but bringing them all together sure. so that people know and they, they have a, a, a marker, because because this is where they can start, but they'll end up probably somewhere else. Sure. But this helps you to be able to loop it. And, and I see exactly what you're talking about because this in here, it says how to get help. Mm -hmm. It just it's doesn't say chart. call, it says right. how to. Mm -hmm. So I love how you have it if it's a serious, is it serious mm -hmm. life uh, right right now? Mm -hmm. Call 911. If it's something else, can do this mm -hmm. action, this action, this action. And that is a resource of CHIP, which is actually uh, for uh, Kent County. It is, there's probably like 40 mental health organizations inside of that. So they really make sure that people know how to access help. And then what if you have insurance? What if you don't have insurance? Exactly. What if you, uh, like you said, what if it's life-threatening like right now? What if it's not? So it, that flow chart helps them to understand how to get the help that they need at the time that they need it. Beautiful. And then I see seven ways to seek therapy without breaking the bank. I mean, yes. that has to be huge, right? Yes, it is. Like you said, some people have insurance. Some people have different levels of insurance mm -hmm. that may help or may not. Is well, it very expensive to have? It is a, expensive. Therapy okay. can be expensive because who wants to take, we get our coffees and whatnot, but who wants to take, you know, um, a hundred, 200, 300 extra dollars a month or who has 200, 300 extra dollars a month to sit and talk to someone? Many people don't. And a lot of times that's what therapy is about, is about talking through your feelings uh, and having someone to listen to you to be heard. Um, it's expensive, but through telehealth, which is like something brand new in the past few years, uh, you can actually go online and kind of Zoom, you know, with your therapist. That way you don't have to necessarily go in the office. And you know what the other thing is to see? There are people that, put the big hats on and the shades, and then they go in the office. Mm -hmm. You and I know people like that. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Because there's a stigma there. They don't want to be seen. They're afraid. Maybe they'll lose their job. You know, maybe someone will see them. There'll be a whisper in the streets. They don't want that. Mm -hmm. So telehealth is definitely a good way to keep some that anonymity so that people don't, you know, feel. Sure. That other people see their car parked in the parking lot of the, you know, the psychiatrist's office. Mm -hmm. I also see the National Alliance of Mental Illnesses in here, and it has Mm -hmm. the warning signs, yes, symptoms. Mm -hmm. That is so important too, because Mm -hmm. sometimes, uh, like with mom, she saw something Mm -hmm. bigger than what someone else may have seen. Right. Oh, everybody else just thought I was. Eccentric. Yeah. Is that what you thought I was? Uh, Everybody else just thought I was like, oh, wow, you get so much done. You're amazing. Oh, you got a new venture now. Oh, you didn't want to do that. Oh, you're going to do this. So everybody else was kind of like, oh, you're just amazing. But inside, sissy, inside I was suffering. Inside I felt like, man, I'm a failure. Even though I've, I've had all these things, I felt like a failure because I wasn't realizing my fullest potential in the things that I needed to get done. Hmm. And there are so many people that feel that way. I'm not the only one. Sure. And then I see just some other. For veterans? I mean, I could only imagine mm-hmm. the, the veterans. I, I'm going to go here. Maybe I shouldn't, but I'm going to. I'm going to take the liberty and go here. So you have a 18-year-old boy or girl. And the 18-year-old decides that they're going to serve this country. Mm-hmm. Because in their heart, they feel that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. They may um, feel comfortable with the compensation. Mm-hmm insurance your son travel signed up at at that age exactly my son just signed up for the army yeah exactly so they go there and my son did did four years in the navy and your son's on his way to the army Mm -hmm. our brother yeah our brother is Retired. retired from the Air Force. Mm-hmm. Uh, our father, you know, the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. Our uncle, I mean, yeah. If you look at, they're veterans. Mm-hmm. They're veterans. If you think of how many veterans there are, a young person went into, because that's when they go mm-hmm. usually, mm-hmm. young person goes into the military. And if they're fighting a war, which that happens mm-hmm. that's reality mm-hmm. they're away from their family they're away from their friends uh i'm sure they're making new friends but i've seen death mm-hmm. i've seen uh, life being life taken lost, with limbs destruction lost. yeah i've had Sadness. my limbs lost said mm-hmm. just think of all the emotions mm-hmm. i mean i'm trying to get to work for crying out loud mm-hmm. they're trying to get to another country to defend or they're yeah. trying to uh, be in this country and defend. Right. It's so much, Sissy, so it much. Is. Yeah. And I could not imagine that everyone can handle everything the same because, that, uh, again, what you said, everyone's mind does not work the same. Well, based on their experiences and where you come from, you take someone who um, has never handled uh, maybe a weapon before or maybe not, uh, they put them with the MOS that you know better suits them, but they're still learning. Like these people are learning how to do various things in their life that they've never done before, but when you take them and put them in a, a very aggravated, a violent situation or atmosphere. Exactly. And, and the, the fear, you know, they teach them to be strong and brave, but the fear that could exactly. possibly be there, um, and then, yeah, it's there so to be respected. I can see how even that is a trigger, mm-hmm. a trigger or it's a created uh, response to mentally 
protect your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that make sense? I hear what you're saying, but you know, then you take a, like that child I was talking about earlier with just the cereal, and then you take a child who may live uh, in a very violent um, inner city area, or how about this? Or her you take a child. Yeah, what, well, I'm thinking about the person that hears the gunshots, you know, um, maybe, you know, the house next door was sprayed with bullets. Um, thinking too about um, those that are neglected, you mm-hmm. know, kids that are neglected. So sometimes with these, that's why our our mental health is so important and protecting the mental health of those that we can as long as we can. Uh, you know, we have to protect them the best that we can. If you know yeah. to and how to protect them because mm-hmm. sometimes- well, The other trigger is this too, Sissy, violence in the home. So they see a parent beating another parent or beating the children. And these that is, are also can be triggers. And that is exactly what I was getting ready to mm-hmm. say. You it's are our job in, to protect them. You are in a home, a situation where violence is occurring, mm-hmm. and it happens so often mm-hmm. and so frequently that you think that that's norm. Mm-hmm. Or those are homeless living out of their car on the street. You and I were just together last week mm-hmm. and the lady comes into your restaurant and she was homeless and she asked mm-hmm. to use the bathroom and it was after hours and you were so gracious and you let her in. And then she came out and I remember I asked the question about, oh, what are you guys doing? She had the cutest little girl and she was living out of her car. Thank God we were able to give her some resources, mm-hmm. but just think of that little girl. Right, but the little girl may may find that to be normal yeah which is so once people who uh are in situations and Mm -hmm. it becomes a lifestyle for them Mm -hmm. they may not realize that they've been damaged and they're victims now and now they are living something uh in their mind that they don't have to live but that's how they've been raised or how they've been brought up Mm -hmm. And so there's something in the backpack that hasn't been released, so to speak. I could only imagine our veterans, those that have been abused, those that have been sexually abused, Mm. those that have been mentally, uh, physically harmed over time, over years. Our verbiage is so important when we're raising children. You stupid, you dummy, you know, saying things, you idiot. These are things we just cannot say to children. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be saying it to adults either. But we didn't know back then. Back then we did not know. Now I think we knew. I'm mm. gonna I'm gonna take the turn on that and say okay. I think we knew because you know you should not call people dummies. You know that. But if they're acting dumb, then that's no. why we call them dummy. And no. what about Red Fox? You big dummy. We Com- all laugh comedy. at that. Comedy. It's yeah, comedy. but is it really comedy? Or is it training people that that's what you do in your normal life? That's a good point. But comedy, okay? Mm-hmm. Entertainment. Mm-hmm. So, but I know that my mind says entertainment, but the next person's mind may say, let me utilize that as a catalyst mm-hmm. to harm someone. I get that. Or they could be saying it because they think that, you know, hey, it, it that's fun. But that person might have really taken and internalized that message that now they feel that they are dumb. You hear something long enough you're going to start to believe it. I, you know, Monica, I really just loathe sometimes the environments that we're in nowadays where Mm -hmm. there's a lot of political strife. If you, if I'm the Republican and you're the Democrat, Mm -hmm. we now have to fight and be divisive to each other. Um, You are a Christian, I am a Jew. We have to be divisive. Uh, We have to break each other down because now you have to You're my enemy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You have to believe the way that I believe or something is wrong with you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, My experiences lead me to my daily walk, my daily challenges. Right. Uh, and, and your yours, daily choices. Exactly. And mm-hmm. yours, mm-hmm. It, hap- it happens the same for you. Mm-hmm. But we are so into shaming people oh. and show, so into making people feel mm-hmm. a certain kind of way right. that there's so much combativeness, combativeness now. And so I am sitting here and now I'm retreating. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not being my best possible person mm-hmm. because I'm here 
and I'm from a different culture where I'm here and I've lived life differently. Mm -hmm. And so now I've not been afforded the same, you know, luxuries or, you know, I was born in a different, under different situations, circumstances. Yeah. That's very good too. Cause there, cause there's that too, right? Mm -hmm. Socioeconomic, you know, um, geographical. Yeah. And it really gets to a place where we are, I think, should be our brother's keeper. Mm-hmm. So this mental health guy. You got to decide who our brother is first. Well, a, well, absolutely, Monica. That, that's but, the problem. Like you just said, I can't see you as a brother because I don't agree with you or you don't agree with me. And uh, I'm using language that is um, not responsible. Yes. Some of this stuff is just not being responsible sure. as a human being to the next human being mm-hmm. is the way I look mm-hmm. at it. And so... And then when we when then I'm sorry, when we don't know who we are, that creates a problem too. Well, we don't so know who we are because we haven't been trained to yes. be the best us because yeah. we've been told we're dummies. We've been mm-hmm. told I meant when we were right. young, when we were little, uh, when we lived in foster care, foster care, uh, we are advocates for the foster care system yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, we did not have we a are advocates good for foster care. Sometimes the systems are not quite there, but well, yes. the the system works when people work it right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. Um, the the foster care parents they have an incredible job and mm-hmm. i know that a lot of them yes. know they have an incredible job when mm-hmm. i say incredible i'm not i'm not just speaking about oh you know uh, oh, puppies and, with and it, flowers yeah. i'm talking about the magnanimous mm-hmm. job people mm-hmm. because the children yeah. that you're getting they're being first of all plucked and uprooted and mm-hmm. put into your home which your rules your home everything is different than where they came from mm-hmm. some environments we know the reason why the children typically are coming from their homes to you is because, because there's neglect. there's some neglect mm-hmm. which means abuse mm-hmm. let's just be honest that's, that's abuse that's true so how long has it been going mm-hmm. has it been going since they were born has it been going since they were three since before they were born sometimes these children are born addicted to drugs exactly because the parent is not you know taking care of their bodies exactly so now we have to raise children mm-hmm to be able to be happy, healthy, and whole. Mm-hmm. But what does that look like with un- unhappy, unhealthy, uh, broken people, mm-hmm. adults, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we, in our situation, we were told every day how ugly we were. Mm-hmm. We weren't gonna be anything. And Any, you're a nobody. We're nobodies. Mm-hmm. Yep. We were told every single day how ugly we were, ugly. Ugly. I mean, how, what do you, how, how do you look at a child and their face and their eyes and say, you show is ugly, mm-hmm. like color purple, right? Mm-hmm. But that was our reality. Mm-hmm. How do you, uh, you, you want to break someone's spirit. Mm-hmm. So there's so many layers and levels to this. I also see in here that you have, um, activities that you can do with your children because yes. again that's where it starts right mm-hmm. right i love that um i love the fact that you have uh, i saw something else in here and we can um, how to leave. cope with covid and being isolated there was a, a article on that this one that i'm speaking about um i just saw it um and i know it's i know it's in here mm-hmm. um talking about how to deal which is a different a total different one with your children is, no you okay. i just said that one but the um lgbtq mm-hmm. community um how to deal in that space because that has to be another layer and another level mm-hmm. and so if we talk about that can we talk about um can I, I your want- event we do. We have time to go over the language matters. I I wanted. You to, did say that. I did want to go over that language matters yeah. when talking about and discussing addictions because we can help. We can really help people to come out of it. It's going to take time. Um, they have to want to do it. So I can't do it for you. Mm-hmm. But there are things that we can say that can be triggers or things that can draw them out. And I so, think how that's about important. this, Sissy? How about um, just a couple of them? How about I say. The, this and then you say okay that. sure okay so I'll say so I'm a person and I'm not thinking 
and I'm just gonna blurt out my mouth okay. and I'm gonna say, you're an addict, a junkie, a druggie. And then I'm going to tell you that you do not, definitely do not say that. And that's something that we were used to because we saw it on the movies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You say, it's a person with a substance use disorder okay. because that's what it is. It's a disorder. You're an ex-addict. Here's my friend, he's an ex-addict. You're a person living in recovery. This person is battling, suffering from an addiction. This person is living with an addiction. Notice no, I, with, with living an addiction. With an addiction. Mm-hmm. They're living with an addiction. That's why we say living with a mental health issue or illness, okay? This is a drug offender. This person uh, was arrested for drug violation. Drug violation. Okay. This person is non-compliant and bombed out. Chooses not to be at this point. Chooses not to at this point. So this person chooses not to at this point because that's their, that's a choice. Medication is a crutch for this person. Okay, medication is a treatment tool because they're using medication as a tool that that's they're self-medicating or they're over uh you know dosing or overtaking medication Mm -hmm. as a tool for them this person is in relapse this person relapsed had a setback this person had a setback this person stayed clean this person maintained recovery because what is clean you know what is clean they maintain their recovery okay and this person has dirty a dirty drug screen. This person has a positive drug screen. So see the difference between dirty and positive? It means you could say the same thing, but it's all, like our mom always says, it's not how you say, mm-hmm. it's what you say. Mm-hmm. Or it's not what you say, it's how you say it. That's right. <laughs> so I want, I want to talk about this event. Mm-hmm. This space and place for Community of Hearts, mm-hmm. which is a nonprofit uh, organization bringing all of the resources in this mm-hmm. beautiful guide that you can get if you visit communityofhearts.org. Mm-hmm. It is free. And I know that it t- I know the amount of time to see that it Thank took you. for you to put this together. Yes. It's an incredible amount it's of a time. Labor of love. We don't have an executive director. All of the funds uh, go directly into uh, the work that we do. So yeah, it's it's a lot of work, but I'm thankful for the volunteers. Yes. I'm thankful for our graphics designer. I'm thankful for the people that uh, help us, and then the organizations that want to be part of getting positive information into the hands of the people that need it exactly this this guide again is free mm-hmm. they can get it by going to communityofhearts.org mm-hmm. visit our facebook page if you have any questions or you can go straight to community of hearts because they're probably going to answer questions that you have and this resource guide is just beautiful and we hope they uh, take the mental health advocate training course yes that's one thing right there that you it, if you don't do anything else for someone, you can do this for yourself. And then you will be equipped to be able to help the next person. One in four people live with a mental illness, are struggling, are uh, having issues, um, need some type of guidance, some type mm-hmm. of help. Mm-hmm. Um, you may need it yourself, but this is a way for you to be able to uh, have some more knowledge behind you. Can they get multiple books? Oh, they can have as many of these books okay. as they want to have. Okay. Uh, we've dropped them off to organizations, churches, uh, institutions, uh, uh, businesses. Uh, you you allow us to have them in your business. I mean, there's I mean, there's so many places that you can get this resource guide from. So let's talk about the back cover. Mm-hmm. The back cover. There's an event coming, oh, yeah. and 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 I, I want you to explain this because okay. I. I could explain it, but I want you to do it justice. Well, this uh, this organization is a, a really popular franchise called Hamburger Mary's. And uh, what they do is they have shows. Some of them are uh, drag shows. They do a lot with the RuPaul um, Dragway Girls, but they have these shows. And you've been to one of the shows where there was an amazing woman that was singing all kinds of funny parody songs. So they've got... 
um, just entertainment, and they serve hamburgers and delicious tea, uh, French fries and whatnot. But they, it's a huge space, and it's kind of an entertaining. It's an entertainment venue. Wait, this is entertainment and for sure. Yes, <laughs> that it is for sure. Exactly. So um, they made us Community of Hearts the charity of the month. So they're raising funds to help us to translate that course that you're going to go on line and take for free into Spanish and Vietnamese. Those Why two, Spanish and Vietnamese? I just want to ask those that two populations. Quick have so deal with so much mental health uh so many mental health issues but they don't have any resources the resources are so limited so they don't have um books like this we did this book last year in spanish did do as it in well spanish. so much work to find any resources so we want to be able to help those populations and then the the vietnamese there are so many different um asian populations uh different um uh different individuals inside of that but vietnamese was the language uh the uh of Kent County, pretty much. That's one of the Asian, the most Asian spoken language in our county. Okay. okay, I'm trying to get that out. But that was very important. So we're working with the West Michigan Asian Association and the Asian Community Association. And that is what they recommended. They wanted it in Vietnamese okay. to help the population. Okay, well, that makes sense. Now, back to this mm -hmm. event at Hamburger Mary's. Come I on think out. they've given, yeah. they've already donated about four thousand dollars do no. i have that the no. as of last night they raised twelve thousand dollars twelve thousand yep for that's this beautiful already how yep. much are you going to need um to translate these these books from spanish english and um, vietnamese well to do the whole project to translate it translation is very expensive uh and it is a platform that we have online uh, so they have to redo the images so that the images reflect the population and uh then there's some marketing and other things we have to do so probably about maybe thirty thousand dollars okay we'll i was gonna us say to about 30 45 yep to get um, us where we need to go mm -hmm. so yeah and so but what, the beautiful thing it sounds like is once this is done in spanish mm -hmm. and uh, vietnamese, vietnamese it's already done very well in english mm -hmm. that you can just reprint you can just keep reprinting yeah correct well we'll we'll reprint this but we'll do some other changes we will probably take the the book or sorry the resource guide the the advocate training and then translate that hard copy because those are going to be available online okay uh, we'll probably do that like i said hard copy that information is going to be crucial for those populations mm -hmm. like crucial mm -hmm. um we're really excited to be able to do it and someone said well why would you do that like you said well there's such a need there's such a need and if we're not able to help those populations we can't grow together sure you know because they're they're left behind right now they're marginalized mm -hmm. so we want to be able to help them um you said that we'll be able to just go ahead and print them i know me and i know us we're gonna look for the next population that needs it. Maybe it's Arabic, I don't know. But the populations that are living with mental illness, um, that ha are suffering with mental illness, we're gonna find them and we're gonna do our best to bring the resources to them because that's what Community of Hearts does. So sharing the resources. Now, it might sound easy, but it's very hard. Sure. Because oh, what yeah. happens is, once I tra we translate all of this, we have to find the medical help. Sure. We've got to find the therapist. We've got to find the individuals. That speak the language. The language, exactly. exactly. So we found, those are the two, like I was talking about the two languages that do have therapists that can help those populations. Nice. And so now we found other organizations like Arbor Circle and uh, the other organizations, uh, Family Outreach, they have people um, in those populations there that speak the language that are able to help the individuals that that's call in. Awesome. So that is really the key is having that help. Yes, that's awesome. So it's this this is a heavy topic. It is that we tackled heavy. today. It's a heavy topic. Um it is is it genetic? 
sometimes. It, is it genetic? Sometimes, yes. Um, is it um, anything that we have to, what, what else can we do to help? What, what else can we, I, I know we can make a donation and, mm-hmm. and making that donation. The main thing is to help educate yourself. Educate yourself so that you're able to direct people or guide them or even if it's one resource. Oh, I know about Network 180 or I know about the Mental Health Foundation or I know about I Understand. If you know something, educate yourself. Just like I said, one, two, three tidbits. Mm -hmm. That'll do a lot of good. Mm -hmm. And then that will help to reduce the stigma so people can get the help that they need one heart at a time because this is really a heart issue. Well, what about this? Sissy, if someone is living with someone who they believe, according to some of the signs, has a mental health issue, how do you approach people? Because I feel like there are, I know mm-hmm. that I am around people who have mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Like real, like, mm-hmm. what, what do you call it? Who, um, live, with who, live, who mm-hmm. live with mental health issues. issues. Mm-hmm. How can I, should I approach them or should I just give them the resource guide or how do I help them? Well, what I noticed, okay, so a couple different things. Um, you approach it head on. Like you have to be cognizant of who you're speaking with. Uh, but hey, did you guys see this new resource guide? Or would you like one of these guides? Don't make a big deal of it. You know, um, all too often, uh, like when I was seeing out when we're out at um, events, because sometimes we're out at different events giving out the guide and whatnot. There are some people that, oh, mm, like, no, don't give that to me right now. They'll come back later and say, oh, let me get one of those books, you know, because the stigma's still there. Um, We also have some people say, oh, yes, thank you, because I know such and such and such and such that needs it. And I'm just sitting like, okay. Yeah, we're not here to judge. That's not our spot. Well, good. We'll take two. I'll say, we'll take two. Or do you have anybody else? Oh, yes. And usually they'll take a little handful for their organization or or for their church or for, you know, whomever. But um, definitely just approach it head on. Don't be scared about it. Don't be, you know, shy about it. Just, hey, would you like one of these uh, guides? You don't even have to say mental health, you know? And then they'll take it and they'll read it when it's convenient for them or when exactly. it's comfortable for them. Uh, it's beautiful. It's full color. Uh, it's not boring, you know? Sure, it, so, it sure isn't. Yeah, and it's not a long, heavy read. And that's the key. You know, you who wants to sit up and read a bunch of stuff on something that they're afraid of? Not anyone ever. Mm-hmm. So we try to break it down so that it is easy to read, um, visually appealing, and uh-huh. people can understand it. You know, I just want to personally thank you for mm-hmm. the work thank that you. you all have done on this. I commend you. Thank you. I know it's a lot of work. It is. Mm-hmm. Again, I can't say it enough. We're just going to wrap it up. Um you can get this guide for free. Yes. It is a resource guide for mental health, re, a resource, a mental health resource guide. Yes. And also they can go where and get this. Communityofhearts.org. That's communityofhearts.org. And they can get as many as they need yeah. for their office, for their families. For whomever, whatever. And take the mental health advocate training. Uh, you'd be amazed the things that you know and the, maybe the things that you don't know, but you will come away with a few uh, you know, things that will help you to feel better about understanding mental health and being an advocate for those that need to. Again, Sissy, I commend you. This is a labor of love. I it know is. that is a labor of love. Yes. Stressless, stressless, yes. community of hearts. And um, thank you for wearing a t-shirt today. You look super cute. Yes. Yeah, you got your red hair. Ooh, I got my red. I'm a natural. On. Yes, I do. <laughs> so I want to encourage you to get your mental health resource guide by going to communityofhearts.org. And if there's anything that you can do helping other people mm-hmm. feel comfortable in their own space, skin, and mind yes. so that they can get that help. Uh, I encourage you to do that. And uh, thank you again, Sissy. Uh, My pleasure. It's been a great uh, day. It is 
Community uh, Mental Health Community Awareness Month. It's for March, National for May, Mental right? Health Awareness Month. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. So it's well, the perfect topic. It's for this the month. perfect topic. And thank you. And I hope you get lots of uh, money, financial help to uh, get your stuff done. We just um, need what we need. Yeah. That's and it. and uh, well, the, the more you get, the more you can do. Yes. So and we look at I'm, it that way as well. I'm really happy that you're able to to do what you're doing. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tune in next time to twins with taste and i'm sure there's something else fun exciting that we'll be able to talk about or something to help our community absolutely thank you sissy i appreciate you. you absolutely appreciate you this is really nice thank you it's time for family sparks with monica and jessica ann identical twins who couldn't be more different what's on the menu today politics trending topics or family matters get ready for two opinions and no matter who you agree with there will be family sparks The opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of the producer and not necessarily those of WKTV Community Media.